Ohio. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Let's go to the hotline right now and bring in the guy that I do the uh, Saturday morning huddle with uh, each and every, well, Saturday on our YouTube channel, on our Facebook page, and you hear him also on the whbcsports.com streaming football game of the week, and he does some uh, producing early in the morning. Are you up yet, BB? Did we wake you up from your afternoon nap? No, it's it's almost bedtime, believe it or not. I got about two hours. Jeez. Two hours, six, so what time do you go to bed? On a, seriously, on a daily basis, what time do you hit the, your head hit the pillow? Well, I got a busy week this week, so I'm going to bed at 6, 6.30, but usually I'm at 8 o'clock, lights out, I'm, I'm on the pillow, sleep. And then what time do you get here at the station for Pam's show? Yeah, I wake up at 3.30 and I'm there by 4.30. Oh, boy. Damn, man. That's even earlier than JT. What time yeah. do you get up, JT? How old are you, Billy? 24. <laughs> oh, you'll never see 50. <laughs> oh, nice. Never. There you go. That's nice. That's good. There you go. Way to encourage the guy to stay in radio. That's it. There we go. Hey, well, anyways, Billy, since you won't see till 50, uh, let's uh, talk to you about what you are seeing these days. Um, high school football winding down. We've got our big banquet Thursday night. You and I will be on the sidelines for Friday night's game between Lake and Maslin. But before we get to that, just your thoughts on some of the games that you did this year and some of the uh, remarkable things you saw this year, high school football-wise in Stark County. Absolutely. Got to travel all around Stark County. You know us, Kenny. We're full coverage going school to school. Um, the air attack, I thought, was a little uh, up this year. I thought a lot of schools tried to pass the ball, but you know we know there's some big names in Stark County at the running back position. Um, we got to do a lot of uh, great games this year, see a lot of teams kind of repeat their performance from last year, and then a couple newcomers that kind of upgraded and uh, really put their programs in, in the right direction and got on track. So, um, I mean, at this point, we, we get to do about 20 teams in total over the year, see how their not only season is going, but how their program's changing around. And it's kind of crazy because, you know, week one's one thing, week five is one thing, and then by week ten you're thinking a whole new storyline. I, I think Glen Oak comes to mind as a good example of looked like it was going to be a tough year. Oh, they got some good wins by the end of the year. Hey, they're headed to the playoffs with, with a nice season. So that's just a, a small example of, of the kind of great things we get to see in Stark County football. Billy, and some of the other things we got to see was extended football because they started the season so early. Your thoughts on the early start, how did it really affect some of these teams? Yeah, I was talking with Pam Cook about that today, start dates and, and things like that. Uh, I think for a couple teams, you saw guys get an opportunity to uh, heal up. I know Lake, um, obviously, we're doing their game Friday. Ty Miller was a guy that he starts the year injured, but he knows it's a long season. He's got time. Uh, he heals up. I know Jackson had a couple guys that were banged up to start the year. I think both injury-wise and peace of mind for both players and coaches and safety-wise, it actually gave an opportunity for a lot of guys to kind of take their time to get back on the field. 
Yeah, unfortunately, though, for Lake, they're still dealing with some injuries on the line, as well as Matt Solberger left the game last week after the second play of the game with an ankle or leg injury. We'll talk to Dan DeGeorge a little later today, 6 o'clock, to maybe get an update on him. Maslin, knock on wood if you're, you're Nate Moore. They've stayed pretty healthy, Billy, especially with their key skill players in Jalen Slaughter at quarterback, Will Trell Hartson at running back, and Ardell Banks uh, at wide receiver. That's a heck of a trio right there, and one of the reasons why they were the number one seed in region uh, Division Two, Region 7, and that's why it's one versus two against Lake, right? Absolutely. I think uh, you saw them beat St. Ed's. Kenny, you were on the sideline for that one. And then a week later, I saw them knock off undefeated Austin Town Fitch. That's been the uh, the storyline all year. This is it. This is the Maslin team. Uh, not only is it Maslin talking about themselves, but you got other schools saying this is the best Maslin team I've seen since Nate Moore's been there. Question is, uh, can they put it together? You know, they're deep, they're quick, they're fast, they're strong, they're tested. Um, you know, this is not unfamiliar unfamiliar territory for a lot of those guys, but yeah. Uh, you know, like you just said, this this is the masculine team, right? Isn't it amazing? We say that every year. Uh, pretty I mean, much, honestly, right? you go yeah. back to, Aiden, to that point. You go back right? to Aiden Longwell, and yeah. coming out of his sophomore year, was like, "This is it. This is the year." But you look at it this way: is the competition as stiff as it's been in the past? And that's what's going to make a difference. And I think I do believe this is one of the best masculine teams we've seen in some time. And I got a feeling they're going to finally break down that wall. Well, they've got a well, tough test this week against Lake, who has a hell of a defensive line. If they can run against Lake's line, they'll be able to run against anybody. So we'll find out Friday night, right, Billy? Absolutely. And, and JT, you mentioned, right, we say that every year. Maslin looks great. Maslin looks terrific. As I noted, it was other people, other coaches saying, you know, that term that got thrown out there, this is the best team Nate Moore's had. I thought that was interesting. I kept taking note of that. That was before St. Ed's. Then they beat St. Ed's. Um, then, you know, our all-county team is full of masculine Tigers. You know, again and again, we keep hearing how great this team is. And like you said, I think we've got a great matchup. You've got a scoring team in masculine who's averaging 30-plus points per game in the playoffs. And then you've got a very defensive, grinded-out team in Lake who's only allowing, uh, I believe, 10 points per game through their three games. So, you know, you're kind of meaning at the right time. Um, We'll see what the elements provide, too. That's another thing I'm interested in for Friday night. Well, have you ever called a game, Billy, at Byers Field in Parma? I've not been yet. Okay. Uh, that's why I told you earlier, and I'll reiterate on the air with you, Billy Beebe, uh, dress warm this weekend because that is a wind tunnel over there at Byers Field. It's going to be about 20, 25 degrees, which means with the winds that will be kicking up 10, 15 miles an hour over there, it's going to feel like it's in the teens. So uh, I'm giving you advice right now. At least two pairs of socks. Get the long johns out, okay? Uh, I would layer up four times up top uh, a ski cap. If you have the Elmer Fudd ear flaps, bring that hat as well. Make sure you have gloves and hand warmers. That's my advice to you for your first Wear ever game at Byersfield. That's Kenny Rota. Wear a tank top. You'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, well, JT said I'm, I'm only going to 50. So That's right. I as well play fast and loose Friday. That away. Yeah, That's all right, yeah. You'll be like Keith Wakefield, wear shorts at that game, and That's didn't bother him uh, whatsoever. <laughs> Bothered me, though. So, uh, But, yeah, I'm looking forward. We all wanted this matchup. We were hoping, though, everybody would be as close to full strength as possible. Again, Solberger, we don't know. But uh, I know Lake's going to show up. And, hey, what I saw from Will Butler last week, 
This kid's as good as anybody in Stark County this year. Uh, came over from Mogador, played in a regional final, I think, there last year. Another regional final this year. So if they have to use him at running back, at quarterback, at linebacker, it's a, he'll play wherever they put him. Um, so uh, he's going to you know, uh, be a key cog in this game. And, and both lines, this is going to be a battle in the trenches, man. Uh, the, the offensive line and defensive line of both teams. That's why they're here. They're the last two teams standing. Yeah, they've got uh, good quarterbacks. They've got uh, you know very good running backs, outstanding receivers. But to me, Billy, the reason these two teams are the last two left standing in Stark County is because of the play of their O-line and their D-line. Yeah, I completely agree. You talked about Will Butler. He's splitting series at quarterback. Um, that front gives him a chance to sell the fake, sell the option, um, I think he could play running back if they need it. And I think the narrative, right, that's... Oh, they is, need it, Billy. Trust me. He played running back be. from the second quarterback or second quarter on last uh, week. So uh, they'll still use him maybe at quarterback. Well, who knows? Maybe they got some trickeration. Um, but he's going to play uh, some running back, if not a lot of running back, this week against Vaslin. Yeah, that's what I would figure. I mean, from the late games I've done, I think I got up to four by the end of the season. They really don't have a backup running back. Um, so it's interesting they use Butler, and I figure they will again, like you said. Look, you know, the narrative is we've talked Maslin a lot today. We've talked about how great they are. Same thing about this time last year, maybe a round before um, Maslin meets up with Green, right? Maslin's going to destroy Green. That's, that's a bigger program. That's a historic program. Green's run is over. Next thing you know, Green's moving on, and Maslin is wondering what just happened. So... I don't think Maslin is underestimating Lake in any way. I agree with you. I think that'll be a huge reminder for them what happened, uh, you know, last year. And I'm sure, you know, Nate or one of the other coaches will bring that up to make sure they don't have a repeat of getting upset, uh, you know, like they did last year uh, against Green. And then Thursday night, uh, we're not letting the cat out of the bag. you got to come Thursday night to find out who the Stark County Coach of the Year is and the Player of the Year, right, Billy? But uh, we're going to have a blast honoring all the players, all county MVPs, Jim Muzzy Award winner, uh, Jim Johnson Award winner, and uh, just to see all those great athletes and coaches in one room. Yeah, every school in Stark County is going to be represented in one way or another. we got all the coaches coming. They make their pick um, for their team MVP. We've seen a lot of guys you know, putting stuff on Twitter, talking about it. It's an honor. This is a, a deep community of great, talented, and good kids that are playing football, and uh, we're glad to cover them. We're glad to be rolling around doing different games. And, and Thursday night is always fun, so stay tuned with our social media, 1480 WHBC on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. We'll have video, picture, and more from the whole night, audio, all that, uh, to kind of keep you informed and, and really capture some great moments, again, in Stark County football. Yeah, and then Friday night, check this out. Uh, we will be doing the pregame show known as the Alt Care Stadium Show, 5 o'clock from Byersfield. I'll be up in the press box uh, getting you ready two hours before kickoff. And then uh, once 7 o'clock rolls around, Dan Belford, good. Denny Kincaid, Mark Miller, yours truly, and Billy Beebe will be joining me on the sidelines, so we cover everything. We'll, we'll get you all the – whoever scores, touchdowns, field goals, safeties, whatever it is, uh, we'll get the video of it, put it up on social media, uh, and then we're going to do a Saturday morning huddle uh, this Saturday. Correct, Billy, at 10 a.m., recapping that game, uh, our banquet, and looking ahead to whoever, whether it's Lake or Maslin, whoever they're going to be playing in the state semifinals. 
I think these are these are two very talented teams. Kenny, we're lucky they're meeting up late in the season. A lot of Stark County teams had great runs this year, um, and it is going to be a huge one Friday night. Like you said, Saturday morning, wake up with us. We're live on Facebook and YouTube, but if you're busy on Saturday morning, once the show ends, it lives on our Facebook. It lives on our YouTube, so you can go back and watch the show anytime. I know we've talked with Nate a couple times this year. We talked with Coach DeGeorge. You know, yep. They've given us great insight. We always get um, some great guest appearances from players. we got footage, pictures, all that from the games to kind of take a look at. And uh, we always love to see people comment, put the comments up on the show and, and stuff like that. So a busy weekend ahead, but uh, kind of football season at its peak around here. Absolutely. It's our passion. It's our labor of love, and uh, we think we do it as well as anybody. 78th year of high school football here on WHBC and our 78th high school football awards banquet on Thursday night. BB, great job. Go to sleep, uh, and uh, we'll see you Thursday night at the banquet, all right? Thanks, guys. I'll talk to you later. There he is. Billy BB uh, gets up early every morning uh, with Pam Cook in Canton's Morning News produces that, and he does our games and social media stuff, and uh, he's all, he's 24. He's and got my, enough energy to do all that well, stuff. Well, that's what I was going to say. That Saturday morning huddle's got to be like sleeping till noon to you and me. <laughs> yeah. You know what, though? Uh, yeah, it is, because he says he gets up uh, about 3.30. Mm-hmm. He gets up about 7.30 on Saturday morning, because right. we're both up around 7.30 on Saturday morning putting all the highlights together, the video, the graphics, uh, reaching out to all the coaches, uh, and we had almost no. everybody on this year on the Saturday you morning. You don't get to the point where WHBC is for 78 years of covering high school sports without having dedicated individuals like that that are willing to do that. And as you said, it's their passion. And it's a passion of ours to get here on a daily basis and talk about it. And then we get to celebrate it Thursday night. It just doesn't get much better than that. And, oh, yeah, we've still got football this weekend. That's what makes us and that's what separates this radio station in this area from, in my, in my opinion, the entire country because I've lived here. I chose to stay here. And these are the things that we all enjoy in this area. Yeah, and don't forget Thursday we'll be doing the show, the Kenny and JT show, from the hotel lobby uh, for uh, WHBC leading into our high school football awards banquet. So, you know, if you're going to get to the banquet early, I think uh, doors open at 6, dinner served at 6.30 at the Doubletree. Uh, come on in and say hi to the Kenny and JT show. Hey, we may even give away a couple of those Kenny and JT shirts uh, at the Who hotel said? lobby on, on Thursday. That. I'm not, I'm not I, giving away anything. I'll I'll bring some of the ones you gave me. I'll oh, give those suckers okay. away. All right. Yeah, I'll give those away. Heck yeah, man. They're a hot item. You Everybody's earn a- your free T-shirt. You're not uh, who who are you gonna give a T-shirt to? Well, the the first person I gave a T-shirt to, the first coach to get one. All right, was your buddy AJ Sarbaugh. He got an official Kenny and JT t-shirt for the many times that he came on not only that show but the saturday morning huddle and, and everything that uh, he the was first. the most represented says he's the first area coach that got one. Oh, okay then that. who'd you who'd you give it to then antonio hall's got one does he yep. okay because he gave you see he didn't give me anything free i'm sure he hooked you up with some free mcginley don't worry gear. about it don't ask too many questions <laughs> right now